Oh my god! Zaki's back! Oh my god, we're doing another this thing again! Holy crap! Holy crap! It's the Pond Theater with Zaki and, and the Grinch! Oh my gosh, it's the month of Halloween, how could I forget? The month of spooks! The month of... Okay, I can't even think what this thing on. So, uh, it, uh, welcome to the Pond Theater course. Uh, I'm Rose Chase Pond, we got uh, Zaki uh, Hassan again. And that was uh, Grinch is Halloween, or Halloween is Grinch, or whatever. Um, most people know the Grinch, or Grinch who stole Christmas, but there was a Halloween special. It came with this really surreal uh, song that I thought was very memorable. Yeah, not a lot of people know about the, the the two Grinch sequels that came out, which is weird. But we're not here to talk about Grinch, of course, unfortunately. Even though the song is... <laughs> well, I mean, we could. I mean, it's really... Oh my gosh! Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but r- really, because uh, uh, we got we got three big things to talk about, and that is uh, uh, the Adams family. They're back after all these years. They returned and said, "Jason Voorhees, Pennywise, this is our the, Halloween is our month. We're gonna take it back. We're gonna we're gonna do it right. We're gonna do it animated. It's gonna be exactly how you remember it. Well, we'll see. I'm the one who saw that, so I'll be reading that. But." Uh, me and Zach, we uh, did, we both saw Gemini Man. I don't know if you saw it in 3D, but uh, that's I did. Uh, and actually, did, I, I will get into why why that is even deal or what 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 difference did it make? Uh, does that make the movie good? Well, we'll see. You know, uh, I, I well, I guess you could say the the Adams family is horror for I mean just being classic Halloween characters, and then Gemini Man is horror for white supremacy. So you got your own. <laughs> you got your. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, you want to? You want actually? If you want to, you want to drive a, a a racist crazy. Just take them to see Gemini Man, because they're like, wait, two people of color on the screen. I cannot handle that. This is this is Trump's America. We cannot handle this. No, no, get it, get get that out of the get that out of the screen. Uh, it, it's more more dangerous than Joker, which that's the other thing. Is then uh, there there's a couple of people wanting me to kind of. Talk about spoilers of Joker. Uh, I even got a, a podcast. What was it called? I would think it was like the the Squad podcast or something. But yeah, he was like, "Hey, thanks for giving us a chance and listening to us. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the the spoiler stuff." So I'm like, "Okay." And that's what we'll, we're going to be doing. I was kind of uh, back and forth on whether I want to talk about theories about Ghostbusters three, but I can I can wait. I can push that back because I got I got a lot of content coming on. Uh, even as far as like an, another show. Uh, next week at the Dallas Fan Days, which that will be the next thing I'll be at. And that, oh, excuse me, had a huge bowl of rice. So it's, uh, it's going to be uh, October 18th or the 20th. It's going to be in Irving, Texas. It's uh, basically Dallas Comic-Con. It's going to have some celebrities. I think Patrick Warburton, but I'll just be there, hang out, and then I might do some interviews with some people, but mostly just hang out, and then at night I'm going to do a little live show <clears throat> when the when the convention closes. Anyway, so that's uh, me coming up. And I, I, you've been through a lot, I'm, I'm sure, I, uh, I assume. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a regular week for me, so just trying to trying to squeeze in all the all the regular commitments you know yeah yeah actually it is the is the end uh or getting to the end of the year and that's where we get a lot of uh oscar contenders i know next week is going to be maleficent i I don't know if i'm going to be able to get over to jojo rabbit 
because that's apparently releasing next week, but I haven't found anything on that yet. But, um, geez, there's still some more. I mean, Frozen 2 is later. There's there's some big movies, some small movies. that Everything just crams in at the end of the year. So I, I, I totally get that and whatever the heck else comes up. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I am not going to waste uh, too much time because, of course, uh, we do not have... Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're not... Uh, I mean, I could talk about, you know, everybody's day. Oh, my God, he's back! Quick, let's tell us how to how, tell them how to reach us. Okay, philox uh, seventy six at gmail dot com. P H I L O K seventy six. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Seventy six at gmail dot com. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, okay. Facebook, Instagram, Puns Press, Twitter at Chase Pun sixty four. Puns Press dot WordPress dot com. Oh no! They're coming for you, Zachy. How they reach you? <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. <laughs> There's a lot of noise there. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Uh. Sorry. Yeah. What, what were you asking me? Uh. How, how do we reach you? Well, let's see. You can. You can. Uh, probably Twitter is the best place. You can find me at Zachy's Corner. That's the AKIS Corner. That's also my Instagram. And if you add a dot com, that's my website. So. Uh, you can find me there. I'm also on Facebook, etc. Basically, uh, I'm I'm not too hard to find. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh my gosh! Stop! Stop! Stop this! Oh my god! Is he gone? Is he gone? Hold on, I gotta check real quick. Grinch, are you here? Hey, Grinch! Grinch? No? Okay, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's the scariest thing uh, on the planet is is finally gone. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so oh gosh, the movies. Yeah, I forgot about. No, I didn't forget about them. Um, let's start with Gemini Man. That is the movie that both you and I have seen. Now, th- some would say that Ang Lee is a uh, cinematic auteur. I cannot be the best judge of that because the only other movie I've seen was uh, Hulk. But I'm sure he's done some great work. Yeah, I mean, Brokeback Mountain. Okay. Have you seen seen that? No, I have not. Like, the the only other Ang Lee movie I literally have seen was the 2003 Hulk movie. So when I hear, oh my gosh, the the Ang Lee is back. And I'm like, oh, that guy. I was like, uh, I mean, I heard Life of Pi was great. I have not seen Life of Pi. Yeah. I think there's another thing, but yeah. So maybe this will be another good one. We don't know. For all I, for all we know, that Gemini Man might be in our top ten best movies of the year. We don't know that yet. Uh, what is this movie about, though? Well, you got uh, Will Smith uh, and another Will Smith. So you got uh, Double Duty, Will Smith, and uh, Will Smith, a uh, top leading assassin. He's uh, he works for the government and yada yada yada. He's he's the best at everything. So much of the best at everything. Now you know once he grows old and he's like you know what i'm gonna retire i don't want to do this anymore the government's like well, well too bad then we'll just clone we'll clone younger versions of you uh somehow i mean they don't explain it but <laughs> they, they they 
clone uh, Will Smith and do other Will Smiths. Uh, how many Will Smiths are there, though? I mean, you only see two, but maybe there might be more. But uh, so it's Will Smith versus Will Smith, and can can he can he defend himself against himself? and stop the government from whatever evil stuff they're doing. Is this a movie worth watching? Well, let's uh, play the trailer. I'm going to pull up the trailer, and then we're going to talk more about it. I'm the best. You are obviously not the best. When I saw him, it was like I was seeing a ghost. reading up on this movie for a bit and i heard this was in development hell for a few years they were trying to get this off the ground with a few uh different actors uh, i don't remember who the other actors were, were supposed to be for the role i think one of them was gonna be uh, arnold schwarzenegger and then um yeah but it was basically it was something that was thrown around uh and the gist of it is that they i guess they didn't it may it might just be just the technology or maybe they kept having different ideas for the story and kept rewriting and then ang lee just finally said you know what i'm just gonna finish this thing and he uh he did and I, the the thing that you're gonna hear a lot of people say is that the technology behind the cloning you know the de-aging is uh really good and i i think for the most part it is but of course uh what does zach think yeah i agree I agree with you. I mean, I think that there's about 75% of it that is absolutely breathtaking. And then yeah. there's that last 25% 
where it looks like a video game cutscene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, I'll I'll say because because the, the, every every praise that's been given on this movie is the technology, the the cloning is good, the the, the de aging. That's every every it, regardless of what we may think about the movie. Uh, regardless of what the opinion might be, that's always been a praise, is how good the technology is. And, well, I mean, I don't know if we can say anything different other than that. And actually, here's another thing I'll say is, a, for me, and it's going to be a controversial one. So this movie is shot at uh, 120 frames per second. And that is not normal for film. Uh, films are usually uh, running at 24 or to 30. Now, now for someone listening is going, okay, what the heck is... The difference between frame rate and all that. Well, let's put it this way. Uh, if you were watching a movie or just a, a regular action movie, maybe even from the 90s or even uh, current time, you just have a normal TV on, that's, you're probably viewing it at like probably 24 or 30 native. But if you're like saying you're watching someone play Overwatch or apex legends uh that's running at 60 frames so double that and that's what that's the flow the motion of what you get in this movie which is definitely going to throw some people off i've heard some uh other people saying hey you know this is great no this sucks i think for the action sequences and especially seeing this in 3d because i normally don't see movies in 3d i only saw this in 3d because there were there was not a lot of screenings for it over in my area uh and when i I watched it in 3D, it's, uh, it, I got more immersed into it. What I mean by that is that the fact that everything was flowing at 120 frames per second, there were scenes like where the main character was underwater, and I really did feel like I was underwater. Uh, where usually 3D, all it is is just images in my face, but and I think I, it's really weird to see because this is just bumping up the frame rate, but maybe there's other things that they did with it, but uh, what do you think about at least had the look of the film? Um, so, so they didn't show it to press in 3d or at the higher frame rate so we just kind of watched it as is and uh, i i will say that i mean even even at, at a normal frame rate you still there's a richness to the image that i i appreciated and obviously angley knows his way around the camera and so that helps uh, i would say that it, it looks better than it might otherwise have looked solely because angley uh, is, is, you know, someone who, who tends to elevate the craft. Yeah, and that, that's kind of why, uh, at least in 3D, it worked. Because, uh, I they, they did, I mean, with some of the other actions, like the, the motorbike, like I was on the edge, like I'll say the action scenes, at least the, the beating half the action scenes, the one with the motorbike and just uh, the two Will Smiths chasing after each other, that I actually thought was great. I, I mean, it is it's over the top, as cheesy as heck, very much B-movie level, but I mean, combined with how it's filmed like it kind of gave me somewhat of a different experience and uh, that's just also uh just will smith's uh, ability as a uh, as a leading man uh type character he's i mean he knows his way around his acting career regardless of what he's in and i thought at least for th- those moments i thought the, the action was great and the fact that it was running at 120 frames per second there was no slowing down on anything like if you felt like you were really in it for a little bit and i'll say because we could we could keep saying positives but that's gonna run out <laughs> that's gonna run out very <laughs> unfortunately quickly because this this is this is basically uh one of those movies where it is it's over the top it is cheesy as heck but yeah it really thinks like it really feels like it's telling something deep and the yeah. dialogue is just so bad where i just didn't really get that 
that. And I just felt really bored whenever the action wasn't going on and characters were just spouting out. Because half the time the dialogue is just basically them telling, uh, you're a clone. He's a clone? He's a part of you. He was made from you. But I am you. You're me. I'm like... Okay. All right, th- th- this is the second film where, like, the-, the script has Will Smith just repeating this one term, like, to the audience as if they're just really dumb and they don't know. And I get the, the you know, the-, the little, the young Will Smith is a clone and doesn't understand uh, some of the things that have been happening. That is fine, but there is a point where you, how many times you have to remind the, uh, you have to let the audience know that he's a clone to where that does kind of get a little ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, you could just you could just picture the the these script writers uh, just getting or just writing the script for uh, I, I don't know Will Smith's job at Starbucks. What, hey, hi there. I would like a uh, caramel latte. Caramel latte. Caramel latte. Just so we're clear, you wanted a caramel latte coming right up. Yo, he wants a caramel latte. Okay, how's that caramel latte going? Oh, by the way, you're making a car. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> is, the, uh, is the order going to happen? Yes. Your caramel latte is here. Uh, just, just to let you know, this is a caramel latte. Okay, can I just get my order and get out of here? Will Smith, you're fired. 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 Let go. Just so we're clear, you're... Okay, get out of here. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, I don't. You you could have you could have made something this deep and emotional, but I, I don't know. I never really felt anything. I know yeah. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean you know it's it's hard for me to like I didn't hate it. I I, I didn't I, either. I'll say that. I, I was just to, to me I was just like you know it's it's like it's it's like in one eyeball out the other. You know it it wasn't offensive enough for me to be like oh that was a waste of my time. I was just like all right. Uh, the movie ended, and I was like, you know, in like 1997 when it was first pitched, I, I probably would have liked it more, uh, you know. But it's, it's. I, I think that I think Will Smith is a good enough performer where I enjoy watching him, even when the movie is just not good. And unfortunately, he's done a few too many not good movies lately, but yeah. that doesn't make him any less watchable. I think he can if again that the script can kind of elevate things because the thing is, and I, why am I saying harping on script 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 again I, I'm not saying yeah this is this whole movie is one of the worst just that when they were setting up these action set pieces I thought it was creative it was kind of uh, just fun even even in a dumb B movie level but when they stopped all that and they just kind of sat down uh, just to throw out a lot of expedition I was like okay I mean it's not like the the I mean the dialogue is bad but it's not like it hasn't it, that's the funny thing is I've seen enough bad movies where I could just look at the level of it and just the dialogue is just kind of all over the place and instead of getting to know these characters you're just sitting through lots of expedition just to get to the next scene when it does get to the action but yeah so pretty much it is just while Will Smith is good I don't I don't think he was able to fully carry through everything in the in the script just as it goes on i just like the will smith could only charm me for so long until i'm like okay the, really when, when when is the movie gonna punch itself back up and by the third act as you were talking about video game since i've i've been a gamer from you know back even since the dos and i can say that 
game video games have come a long way to be able to kind of tell rich stories and to not just be about uh, like like i i interviewed a filmmaker uh, last time when we were talking about this film she has about a uh, a grandma throwing knives at children or uh, little kids and i was like oh holy cr- oh my god that was messed up and she's like well isn't that like all those video games you play and i'm like not not all video games are just about you know going in and killing someone and getting points off of that but i will say the third act is kind of like a poor man's wolfenstein because you have all these armored bad guys who look like wolfenstein nazi soldiers and you got the the armored boss where you have to uh you know keep throwing explosives at them to defeat them and our armored armored turret man i'm like yeah this is this is someone really trying to be wolfenstein all of a sudden and the thing is bj blasphemous he he carries two big guns at at the same time he just uh, walks on walls go uh, not walks on walls just wall jumps and does all these crazy acrobatic stunts uh and will smith is like take cover i'm like you could do a video game like scenario and make it fun, but it's like this movie really is trying to take itself seriously, and that's kind of the thing is that it is so it's way too over the top to in order to kind of be taken seriously. Right. But yeah, and and the vil oh my gosh, the villain he was probably the worst part about the movie because every time he came on, he used to. If he didn't have a mustache, but I could just feel the mustache just twirl that way and go like, "You are the only, you're the only one who can prevail. I love you, but you must never uh, trust the older you or whatever you, kind of BS he says." But he he really is just just an angry, nameless villain, Bond, James Bond villain, throwaway James Bond villain, and. He, yeah, he is just really dull to watch on screen. And then, as you said, 25%, which is that last act, that's when I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to see the CG in this uh, de-aging effect. And that's why I feel like the money just kind of went away. Yeah, it's... I, I, I'll say I. it's not, like, one of the worst films, but I just don't... I don't see a reason to go out to see it. Because... This really does feel like a tech demo more than a movie. But yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't I don't think it's worth going to the theater. To me, it's one of those like if it's on Netflix, it's probably you can do worse than you know like have it on in the background. Yeah, I, although it's it's kind of interesting. Once it becomes on Netflix, I wonder if some other company might do this de-aging technology better than it's like alright then I think what what would probably be the best use of this movie is if you were studying film school and you wanted to study CGI technology and I think that's where this movie's best use comes in but as far as a film to just sit down and watch if you just want you want I want to turn off my brain I just want a dumb action movie you get that in scenes but you don't get the whole film because there's plenty of that when there's no action happening and you're just getting expedition. You're not getting to know these characters. You're not. They're just uh, like I don't even remember the other characters in this film. There's like you got the you got this like clumsy Asian sidekick who's really good at piloting, and he cracks a joke every once in a while. But that's kind of it. Um, who is the lead female character played by? 
that uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh yeah, I thought I thought at least her performance was good, but she. Yeah. Was, I don't think I feel like she wasn't given that much to do. I'd say it's for the theater. I'd say it's an avoid. Uh, that, that's the thing is it's that type of like background watch and all that. Nah, yeah, it's it's not a movie you gotta go out and see. Hang Lee. I I mean I haven't seen Life of Pi, so I guess maybe you, he just flips flip flops. Okay, so well that movie didn't. Well, maybe maybe. You have kids, and your kids like watching movies, right? Or maybe they don't? No, they do. Okay, so maybe you want to pay a ticket to, for them to go see The Return. I'd say The Almighty Return that everybody's been waiting for since forever. I'm talking about these guys. Now I don't have to play any further of that in order for you to get. Although we do live, we do live in a very, very dark time today. Out of, out of all things that are, you know, most mo- mo- most unfortunate in our times, actually even more so than even uh, gun violence and all all this horrible things that have been happening. The, the worst thing that's happening in our country today is that there's a generation of kids that don't know the Adams family. So that that's why the the director uh, behind Sausage Party, uh, see, no, it, it is the what I think it's David Greenberg. Uh, but he was the director of Sausage Party, and this was his very next film. Now, people read up on Sausage Party, they've heard about animators getting abused and all that. I kind of blame that on Sony, because uh, uh, like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Like, they, they've been they've been in a mess with them, so uh, I, I feel like he, Sony told him, okay, you gotta get this movie out by September, and then he went to his teams, like, okay, you guys gotta work overtime. Uh, that's what you... I don't know what the real story is behind that so for those who are saying oh great now you abuse some more animators i don't know he may have he may have not i am willing to not i mean there were plenty of films over this year and over past several years that you know fall under controversy of course, the most famous one at the moment is Joker for several reasons, and I don't, I don't tend to let, even though I, I'm not, when it comes to the quality of the film or seeing if the film is good or not, I'll, whatever happens, the drama between the production crew or whatever, I put all that aside because what really matters, I mean. As much as that is unfortunate, it is important to see what this movie is like and if it's good or not. Because there is de- there is plenty of people who they don't really care about who made this movie or who made this game. Like they just they just care if it's good. So uh, going to Adam's Family to 2019, it's gonna star. Uh, oh yeah, I, I forgot our man crushes. Because uh, we we both have man crushes. Uh, yes, even you. You've uh, I've said it before on Twitter that your crush is. Uh, Superman, and I think I'm gonna pull. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a picture of him uh, right now. Uh, I mentioned that Oscar Isaac. Say man crush. It's not like we really want to date this person in real life. This is like okay, because you even said your wife has a crush on uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, so it's not like he want. She's gonna. I I think she does want to date him in real life. You know. Okay. Okay. So he. So you. You. So you really do have competition. I think uh, if if my wife were presented with that opportunity, I don't think she'd uh, think even even half a second about it. Oh wow! So here's uh, here here's Superman. Uh, his, yeah. 
Yeah, but no, if you guys are listening, I'm I'm pulling up a picture of a friend. He, he see uh, when I talked to Daniel uh, Sanchez about having you on, he's like, show him a picture of me. So I'm like, okay, and I, I haven't told him in what context, but. Maybe he'll find out and be like, yeah, Zachy's my man crush or whatever. You know, uh, Oscar Isaac, he, he's he's a man crush uh, along with other... If they were going to do if they were gonna do a Magic Mike 3 and they were going to keep Channing Tatum but, you know, get a whole new cast of characters, then, you know, you get Oscar Isaac, you can get Jason Moa, get Henry Golding, Michael B. Jordan, Kevin Hart, Tyler Perry, Chris Christie, the Bim... <laughs> Bob the Builder. Uh, come on, kids. Let's. Uh, oh, okay. No, never mind. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I was. I was gonna say, uh, come on, adults. But I'm like, okay, that just got me. <laughs> it is out there, though. You could. I mean, Bob the Builder is popular. There's probably an adult version of them. I mean, <laughs> I was. Just... So I'm gonna play the trailer, and then I'm gonna tell you if it's worth your time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> First of all, I want to kind of address this because uh, last episode, 
Uh, I present my own movie review of, uh, or it's confusing whether you want to call it a movie, but uh, Erica. The problem is, is that it was not something Zach had any connection with, and the whole time I was talking about, oh yeah, Erica, Erica did this, and Erica did that, Zachy was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, this, this BS, okay. <laughs> Uh, I had to kind of like think back and go like, yeah, Erica wasn't that good. Uh, but um, you do you do remember the, the Adams family though? Or, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up watching the, the old TV show. I uh, watched uh, the, the Barry Sonnenfeld movies. Oh yeah, I have. I've grown up with uh, the Adams family as well. Maybe in some different things because I remember this was before the MCU and or the DCU or whatever. But the Adams Family, they actually did uh, a, a, you could call it a cinematic crossover, but they teamed up with uh, Scooby-Doo. Today, Scooby-Doo meets the Adams yeah. Family. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. I keep saying oh my gosh every time something's screwing up. Okay. Sorry, the, 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 the thing just didn't want to play for some reason. Okay. Today, Scooby-Doo meets right, apparently the it's in that Family. Reason. Wait, here we go. Hey there. Bye. Wow. Come on, Shaggy. Let's go in. Brother, nothing can get me to set foot inside that place. Except that. Okay. Nothing except that. <laughs> there he goes. What was that? Felt like a cold, clammy draft. And there he goes. He's dead. Uh, no, that that's not what actually happens. But yeah, Scooby-Doo did a lot of weird crossovers. The funny thing is that Adam's Family, I don't think, is owned by Warner Brothers. It's owned by MGM, so they probably can't do that in the, today. But what matters is, is this good? So I'm going to say for... The, I mean, I have to address controversy, because there was one on this movie, believe it or not. And it was... Uh, th- the reason I make a joke about uh, uh, Oscar Isaac being attractive as he is, is that there was a lot of people that were... They really wanted a sexy Gomez for the new Adam's Family. And there was there was some backlash against uh, this movie, uh, not not for anything whether the movie looks good or not. It's because they didn't sexualize uh, Gomez. <laughs> it's like Zacky is like, what the heck am I? This <laughs> no, this is real. This is not a joke. This is. I mean, the internet will load, so you you just have to take my word for it. But and I, I, I you know, you could be in the theater going, man, I want to take my shirt off, but I don't see uh, Oscar Isaac, but I hear him. Oh my gosh. Okay, but I'll say where you don't have a sexy Gomez, uh, Charlie Saron as uh, Mortrissa, they sexualize the heck out of her. <laughs> The movie just starts out uh, with uh, just, a, I don't even know what the song is that they cho- chose for it, but they, they want to make you know that uh, that Mortrissa is sexy AF. Because they play that this really this this sexy song. Uh, what I don't even it's not even called sexy song. It's some song, and it, she's just kind of like creeping out of her bed. You know, her, she's showing some legs and just slowly brushing out, out of her eyebrows or not her eyebrows, like putting makeup on and all that. And like they want to make you know that this Matricia is hot. So you get you get you get a sexy something. So I mean, Gomez. Is, 
but that, that's that is a that is a good thing to say about the movie is that they do in some regard in some way they do capture the feel of the uh adams family cartoon because i just originally i played uh the adams family 90s show i think uh i think it was either 90s or 80s but regardless the character models they all look exactly like uh they, they look like cg replicants the uh 2d show uh that i played yeah. earlier and there's even some like the the how the mansion they go to there are there are some references they make to it and, and actually the the personalities at least they got the personalities down at least the base of the uh, Adams family characters because uh, the Adams family if you don't know they're they're a family they like to do really crazy creepy things they they love nothing but disturb uh, imagery they love uh, death they they just wake up in the morning just trying to kill each other like the the, the there is this house that is possessed by a spirit that's always yelling, Get out! And right as, like, Mortressa or Wednesday wakes up, there's this guillotine that's trying to, like, chop off their heads all the time. It's like, oh, okay, it's just it's just a regular morning. I thought that was just kind of, that was kind of cool, the way that they, that they just let you know this family is, is crazy. In, in the most, like, they're crazy, but they're, they're crazy and the way that they, they, I mean, they're very, no, they all love each other and all that, but, like, they just, they're just really into just these really weird stunts and causing just a lot of mayhem just in one in one house because they they made this uh, rule is that you should not go out there because uh, humans they are dangerous because the movie starts off of uh, uh, Gomez and Patricia they're trying to run away from the humans and it's it's a very much it's a it's it's playing the same keys as uh, Hotel Transylvania in a way where you have all these monsters trying to flee from humans that are trying, wanting to kill them and. And so all this comes back full circle when you, you have this uh, reality TV show host of uh, a home improvement parody guy who she's voiced by. She she's like, "Wow, your house is so so uh, well ugly. We're gonna we're gonna fix your problems for you." Meanwhile, hey, you want know you want to go check out our neighborhood? And the more they interfere with, uh, or they they kind of go into uh, the regular neighborhood, the more she's regretting it, and she's knowing how how much destructive destruction they cause and but really she's more mostly upset because their house is uh, uh getting in the way of her season finale because she wants to be able to sell all of the houses but that one house on the top of the hill that is the one thing that she's not able to do so throughout that it's a lot of now i say because i'm saying i'm saying some good things about it so you're like you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go buy my kids a ticket to go see the movie wait right there <laughs> the humor in this movie is by gosh some of the worst i've seen in a movie this year again angry birds i didn't hate it as much as you but at least they at least they had jokes that had context to them the so here's the opening gag that because uh, th- this movie is littered with jokes like this but this is the opening gag put the lime in the coconut and let the drink cup fall out get it I'm like, okay, okay where, where's the joke? No, that is the joke. In fact, we're going to say it again. Put the lime in the coconut and the drink fall out. I'm like, do I need Sherlock Holmes for this? And I don't mean like solving a murder case. I mean like trying to find the missing joke. Okay, well, let's see. Let's see. Is, is a joke here? Joke here? I don't see the joke. Where's the joke? I don't see the joke. Um, it's... 
Yeah, that is the thing is they they just bombard you with all of this humor that is over a decade old. I mean, in the trailer they even had ended it with like drop it like it's hot. That is actually in the movie how they how they introduce it. Uh, who it and uh, Uncle uh, oh, I forgot his name, but uh, the the Uncle character they're both voiced by Nick Kroll. Who I mean the voice talent is great. Oscar Isaac, Charlie Saron, uh, all of them. Especially I think probably one of the at least the the characters that tries to be uh, funny is uh, Nick Kroll because when you put Nick Kroll in a movie he's always going to try to give it, it, it at least punch up the humor a little bit yeah the jokes are they're, they're full of dated pop culture like uh, references to movies like like it uh, they, they do some other horror films and then they just make references to modern pop culture and I know what I mean modern pop culture I mean there, there's Instagram because everybody's on their phone the 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 daughter character uh, I think her name is grace she's uh, she's so th- throughout the movie uh, of them doing battle with the the, the evil home improvement lady the, the, so the daughter and when Wednesday Wednesday they gain somewhat of a relationship because Wednesday has always wanted to see what's out there out of the uh, out of, out of the, the uh, Adams family house and she decides you know what since anyone can just roll themselves in junior high I'm just gonna go to junior high uh, just like that and I'm like okay that's that's movie world all right uh, that's fine you don't have to explain that and she goes to school and she uh, ma- makes friends with uh, Grace, who gets picked on as a bully, and she stands up by being, you know, part of the Adams family, being cre- creepy and kooky. And th- th- you even get like she does does like a little death stare, and then she also sends these frogs after. Uh, and they, they 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 don't gain like meaningful character development relationship. They just kind of like, hey, you know what? You're cool. You're cool. Let's let's just hang out and then and and dress each other up. So like. Wednesday is dressing up like a normal girl and and uh, Grace just goes goth uh, so they they play a gag on Wednesday look uh, looking like a normal person and freaking out the Adams family because she's not looking creepy yeah some really things like that I'll say the 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 visual jokes they're probably the best part about the humor in this movie even though they're not great there is at least jokes that I'm like okay that is cute uh, I don't know if you want to say cute so uh, again, say uh, opening up, but talking about uh, the, the family, like just for fun, like trying to kill each other, and even the, the the building getting crazy, and the way that they calm them down is that they they feed the building uh, coffee by pouring it into the toilet and flushing it. And the thing is, you have no idea where that coffee is going into. And I thought that was okay. That wasn't like a ha ha man. That is hilarious. I'm like okay, that was kind of a that was kind of cute. Like okay, so the the house likes coffee and you, you you're just left to your imagination uh where that coffee how that coffee is being processed and then there's another one with the hand so you remember uh there's the the uh disembodied hand i don't i think the name is really just the hand and he he's really into feet <laughs> it's like he's he so like in opening up he's like on on the web like ser- searching a uh, woman's feet i thought okay that's 
cute because it's like, okay, a hand wants to go out with feet. And I'm like, okay, that's that's not like a really amazing, man, this is hilarious. I'm like, okay, cute. It, it's not Quentin Tarantino creepy. So I'm like, okay, it's cute. All right, the, the hand is in the feet. But again, all these cute, all these cute visual gags spread out through all these jokes that don't have any context for them, but they expect you to laugh because they're there. The origin story of, because most, the first half of this is an origin story. The origin of how they get the theme song of the Adams Family. Uh, the Frankenstein trying to learn the piano. And they just play random classical tunes like even the baseball uh, home run theme and then they play the theme song so you're like okay so uh, that's nice in the in the in in the morning day the frankenstein he plays the theme song of the show no actually that's the only time you hear it mostly there's probably a couple times you might hear like little instrumental tiny bits of the adams family but for the most part they just go on to other songs like the frankenstein starts playing uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And I'm like, what, what What? does that have to do with anything? Right. It's just there. It's That's that's the joke. And that's the thing is the movie is full of jokes that don't have any context or meaning to it. So you're just kind of letting, you're standing there going, am I supposed to, is this the part where I laugh? Where I go, haha, or no, you're gonna keep going with another one of that, and yeah, this is they're really bad, and, and that's the thing is I didn't I don't mind the idea of Adam's family messing with the real world. I know that's kind of over cliche. We got a lot of classic characters going into the real world because the 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 town that they go into it's full of modern things. I said Instagram, but they also go to Starbucks. It, it's definitely not timeless film. It definitely lets you know it's in the year 2019, or, or well, partially. I would say the jokes are like 90s or 80s, but yeah, uh, but I actually that, that it did lead to another, I'd say, cute joke of uh, Gomez going in to order coffee grounds instead of coffee, just eating that up. That is fine. But yeah, I'm just, the whole thing is the film is just throwing one cheesy joke after another. Nothing is landing. And the thing is, it, it is fast paced. It is less than an hour and a half. But it doesn't fill that time with anything meaningful. And there is even a good portion of the film where it just doesn't feel like the Adams Family anymore. Because at the beginning, you just have the Adams Family causing hava- havoc and destruction. But once they go into the, the real world, you don't see too much of the Adams Family house anymore until the final act which throughout leading up to this point i was like okay well you know my kids they like they like fast movement and there, there were there were some kids in the audience they, they did enjoy themselves so i can't say no kid will like this there were, it was kind of weird it was a mixed bag there were families and kids out of the theater they enjoyed the heck out of the movie and then there was another family they're like did we just waste our time because i feel like we did but i was i really was looking for this film because i i grew up with them family but even i'm willing to allow it to not be 100 like the adams family if it's at least good and yeah again the movie is just trying to string all these jokes together instead of a real story and then we get to the final act and that's when the movie loses its freaking mind there is it turns into 
Michael Bay. It turns into uh, Coco. It tries to be Toy Story. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It's it. Well, I, okay. So yo, know, I'm because I, th- there are people saying, well, I I just want to see the Adams family on the screen. Just something that looks like it. If it looks like it, then I, then it's good. Then I'll go see it. That's that's all I need. Just don't don't go out and see this movie. Just if you really gotta go see it, wait for it to come on because uh, it doesn't even look that great. Uh, the animation is it's a little rough. All the, the the human character models, they all look like the the weird thing is the 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 uh, Adams family. They're all seen as like creepy to the the humans, like they're all scared of them. But the human character models, they're all like these rubber hose anorexic dolls. You can even see in the trailer. I'm like. Yeah, they don't, they, I don't know why they're scared of the Adams family, because they don't look that attractive either. Like, awesome. yeah, that, that does not look good. Like, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not appealing. The, the Adams family are, but the the human characters, like like Grace, I just kept looking at her like, I mean, maybe she's supposed to look ugly for the outcasts as an outcast, but then you got all these other kids that don't look that great either. It's like it's just because it, it's it's the animation is selling itself on just how how much it'll move itself around, and it does that a lot. And then yeah, I'll say probably the one thing in the third act that I thought was actually pretty good is when. Because uh, the, the, these characters get subplots, some of them do, and the, the boy, I think it's Dimitri, I probably will get that wrong. The the the, me, the or the or male uh, Adams family kid. Bugsley. Yeah, Bugsley. Yeah, well, why am I saying that wrong? Uh, not Dimitri, but Bugsley. So Bugsley's plot is he wants to be proven to be a man. And to be a man, he's got to do this little sword uh, uh, sword arts ritual that the, the Adams family gathers the, all their relatives to, and that's where... You see other party members. That's where you see the Satan go, this is going to be lit. And I'm like, oh my god, there's more of that. But when they when they go to that that act, that scene of where he's testing his uh testing himself. It 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 basically turns into like this like Mexican dance ritual, but it is probably one of the best looking scenes of the film because it's well animated. It's got great use of lighting, but in other parts of this, it does not. Like the when when we get to the final act, we're just like okay. I'm, oh my god! All right. So my rating for this because it's weird because I would say okay, your kids if you rent the go see this on Netflix, they'll find some way to enjoy this. But that third act and how this movie ended, I was like, you got you did not just do that. And maybe maybe you could if I do. You, do you care if I spoil this? No, please feel free. Okay. So but then to the audience here, I'm gonna give my spoiler alert because you got to know how this movie ends because I'm I'm. Not to, maybe I might be crazy. Maybe this movie is not that bad, but I I have to I have to tell you how this movie ends. So my rating for this is going to be avoid. Now here's where I talk about the ending. So if you guys you you really don't want to know, but really you should. Here's here's your here's your spoiler. So we get to that ritual, and it, it's this really good, really nice Mexican da- dance, and it it then the problem is he fails at it because he was not studying. Because the message in this movie that they see towards the end is don't 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 do be yourself don't be something that you're not or that is that is not popular which is in every animated movie i mean we'll lose count of how many animated movies that got the message don't judge a book by his cover be yourself that is there is nothing new there but they they put that at the very end and so the main villain the home improvement show or 
knockoff show. She's she gets pissed off that Wednesday and Grace are hanging out together, and she finds out that they found out that the the villain she was she's basically been spying on all of the civilians uh, in her neighborhood the whole time. Like she built in hidden cameras in each of the houses. She's been basically watching them like undress themselves. Like there's there's some things they could have gone into some deep territory, but no, they don't. Instead, they turn around and the the villains like I told you not to be in this room. And then he she she gets uh, she uh, throws uh, she throws Grace and Wednesday in the attic and locks it behind them. And eventually they'll find their way out. But anyway, so the home improvement uh, lady she's like, see the Adams family. They are. Ter- Terrorizing our, uh, our uh, civilization, and we need to keep our our society safer. I mean, our kids safe and everything. So kill the Adams family. And so one visual joke they've got, because everybody is just so obsessed with being in 2019. Instead of pitchforks, they have they they hold their phones out with a pitchfork emoji and just use that as they go towards the the house. And then out of nowhere, they get a catapult. A fr- a big catapult. I don't know how they made this or how they brought it up to the Adams Family house. A big catapult with boulders. And they use that to, to try to destroy the house and kill everybody. Uh, and then right as a boulder hits the house, uh, Gomez is like, uh, Bugsley, uh, you should, you should be yourself no matter what. Now here's your explosives back. Uh, so with the, his tuxedo, uh, he basically slingshots all these explosives, these tiny explosives that just does obliterate these big boulders. So he, all these boulders, there's just nothing but explosions thrown at each other, boulders, and just the house tearing apart. And then there's a point where the house is coming down on them and they all hold hands, just like Toy Story 3. And I'm like... <laughs> You gotta be freaking no! You this is not like they they really thought they like they want the audience to think oh are they gonna make it are they gonna make it and I'm like don't pull my leg like this I know you're gonna make it and sure enough Wednesday comes in to save the day how does she get locked out I don't know free everybody because uh, the the live tree uh, in in the trailer can has legs now and it gets up and moves and frees all the Adams family relatives and here's where we get to the part where I'm like you. Okay, so first they talk about the message. Okay, don't don't judge a book by his cover. Okay, uh, and then the, the the and then they reveal the villain's secret. He she's been spying or using the houses to spy on people this whole time, and that's when the uh, civilians they turn on him or her, and and uh, uh, Grace basically exposes her own mom and's like, uh, see, I got the evidence right on Instagram, and you there you see like a lot of emoji downvotes, and she's like, I don't care about that. I still got my show producers like actually you don't have the show now either and she's like what well no matter i'm still gonna destroy this house anyway then comes the uncle and the uncle's like hey why don't i show you around the house show you around the neighborhood maybe we can see some sights together and she's like okay (laughs) they get in the they get in the golf car and then they just drive up and just and she forgets all about wanting to wanting to destroy the Adams family and those two get married and then we get a happily ever after where the monsters and the humans they're all together and all that crud 
And then the the villain and the uncle they get a house together uh, in the neighborhood, and it and where you think it's gonna end there, they try to redeem it all with the the Adams Family theme song, where they they capture the Adams Family '60s intro by with its uh, theme song, and you're like, okay, so th- that ending was a pile of crap because it absolutely made no sense, but at least you're giving me the Adams Family theme song, okay? And right as it, you thought it was going, that it switches from the Adams Family theme song you remember to, well... Wait. You sunk my battleship! Yes! That theme song. This rap remix of the Adams Family. It just... The, without without even without even letting the first one in it just cuts to the rap song and that's that's what you hear all the way to the credits well <laughs> it's, yeah uh, i i don't i don't know it's not one of the worst movies of the year because again there are some things i did enjoy about it it's not like i mean the acting was the voice acting was good and they, they did capture some things of the adams family and there were some cute jokes but it, it is it's a it's a movie that is too too over the like too it, it's basically like giving a kid too much caffeine or too much too much candy and just watching them lose themselves and then you just never get them back and by the time they you do it's out of a really stupid reason i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't sound promising <laughs> uh, i'm sorry I, I i wanted to like it but yeah Anyway, that leads us to the Joker, but you only have like six minutes until it's like one over there, so you probably gotta go. Or, or uh... Um, yeah, I mean, I can give you my very quick thoughts on the film, but I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go ahead and say that. I'll just say before I hop off, you know, I, th- I think there's been a lot of con- um Obviously, that was ginned up by people who had not seen it, and in my opinion, when you separate the movie from the conversation around it, you realize it's neither the, the society ending calamity that people are saying, nor is it the cinema uh rescuing, uh, you know, uh, triumph that other people are making it out in. I think it's a very solid character study that's worth watching and just experiencing on its own. Uh, that leaves you disturbed at the end, and yeah. you know, it, should lead you, it should leave you disturbed because it's about a disturbing character, so I don't think you should feel like you're walking on sunshine when you walk out of Yeah, no, I thought it was brilliant. In fact, uh, I gave it a must-watch. I love the film. Yeah. I, as far as the controversy goes, of course, uh, I mean, that, that, that had, I mean, that was probably the first thing I was gonna, you know, get into and say, because, I mean, I, I was probably one of the only people around me that's like, there is no shooting happening, because a lot of people believe it, and the, 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 the theory they ran on and why they believe it is because, uh, we'll take example, the, the, the two kids that murdered someone because, uh, Slenderman told them, and they're, they're basically this, this narrative is that any mentally insane person who like life hasn't been going for them they see a character on screen kill someone then they they feel like they've triumphed in some way then they're just going to replicate that immediately and i feel like that's a lot of bs but i mean maybe it is true i mean we we've never been shot so maybe not i don't know yeah but yeah, I'm gonna probably get into the spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Regarding that, because the, the the there was there were some negative reviews saying uh, this movie is going to inspire mass shooters. Could inspire mass shooters. There is nothing of the film of the character. As I said in the review, there is nothing of the film of the character replicates this narrative that that this that this is just a loner who just can't get a girl so he just goes up and shoots everybody in fact he was in in i mean 
mean, throughout the film, he was, uh, she was great. I mean, I mean, he's, he's had some good standings with some females. Although, probably the twist is that maybe this is not all real. And that's where the movie is really getting some people, is that is this real or is this not real because uh there there's there's hints that uh he's some of this is in his head all in his head but maybe is it in his head because uh, that re- whole relationship he had with uh, one of the uh uh or the female love interest i i thought they could have done more of i mean that that was probably one of the only couple things it's not like i had like whole list of complaints it was just there are characters i would like to see more scenes with uh, and i think th- if they got more scenes with then there wouldn't be this much confusion as to whether or not this movie is really going to say the wrong message or not because while I don't I disagree with this movie like treating him as the, just the hero and all that I, I actually I actually kind of see where they might have gotten that because some of these characters I mean all the, the performances I thought were great but some of these characters they're not on the screen for very long so it really is just about one person and the, the one thing I, I did took issue with is the bully because that, that little train scene where like three bullies were just kicking him down and actually even twice like I'm just I'm, I don't care if this is trying to tell something I'm just sick of these bullies and in both DC and Stephen King they just have these bullies that are just basically street thugs they are they are prison guards and are prison prison gangsters and that those are the people that I did not care for their deaths when uh, Joaquin Phoenix killed them but I will say those those people they I wasn't I was not feeling any sympathy for them but the other characters because with uh robert de niro i didn't feel like his death was warranted either because i mean no i didn't think feel like his death was warranted because uh i kind of saw what they were modeling they were kind of going for a little conan o'brien appear or approach phoenix got worked up over him like roasting him on tv which is a thing that conan o'brien does to his audience or to his fans and there are some people saying oh he was well uh robert de niro's character he was just a straight up yeah like bad person i mean hey you but you're to your opinion, but they're oh, those are probably your kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, it's it's three o'clock. I mean, well, two o'clock probably for you, or one o'clock. I don't know. It's uh, it's one o'clock over here. Okay. Do you want to keep going, or do you want to? Um, I'll, I'll hop off if that's okay. Okay. If you, I mean, if you, if you, I mean, you gotta be somewhere. Then go ahead. And I don't let me because I'm gonna I'm gonna try to spend just a just a little bit more time talking about the spoilers because there is there's a couple people ask me questions about what I felt about this scene. So it, okay. I mean, it will be it will pretty much be a segment long thing, but I, you do uh, have somewhere to go. Yeah, I'd, I'd best uh, probably jump off. Yeah, that's fine. Well, okay. see you later. I mean, I'll see yeah. you later. I'm what? I'm like, okay, we're done with the show. I mean, <laughs> but I'll I'll, I'll talk. talk to, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Let's yeah, again definitely, definitely. All right, take care, man. Yeah, bye. Bye. Okay, well, that was the good old Zacky. Uh, anyway, back to what I was saying. So the whole film is asking, is this real or is it not real? Kind of all of the relationships that uh, he could have had in the film, he really doesn't, or maybe he does. Because all of it, he's just an unreliable narrator. Just kind of uh, showing you things where you think things are going out for him, but in reality, they aren't. And it's kind of in his head. 
and he comes to that realization maybe too late when he goes into his would-be girlfriend's apartment and his, the girlfriend's like, oh, you must be Arthur Fleck. And then that's when we get the whole flashback scenes of, oh, wait, he just imagined all of this. And that kind of rails up towards the end where we see basically the origin of Batman, uh, the the or the Waynes finally getting killed just that, as it is in the books, uh, the comics and all that. But also uh, Joker's, tr- you know, Joker's uh, final final form as the villain we all come to know kind of uh, basically leading this crew of uh, clowns uh, gangsters out on the streets just causing destruction and you know him dancing of course some say now I, I what I find interesting with uh, it's the uh, Suicide Squad cast they said um, this was his chi or his inner chi I just think he's kind of dancing but I but okay maybe it is his chi I guess that is a great thing to well maybe I mean if he was just some in some uh, temple that would just be like that would that would make this really off so i i, I really wanted to hope that is just him dancing because uh, throughout the film he does uh, dance after he's killed someone he just uh, releases all of his stress by just dancing uh, to himself but yeah it could not be stressed enough that arthur fleck is just a really interesting character and the, the way they kind of went about this joker it just it, it, and it, it, i don't mean to uh egg on or uh, encourage the politicians or whatnot of oh man this movie is dangerous because it's not but there is a real life sense to it and what i'm trying to say is that it's trying to the film is just basically trying to say that no you shouldn't be scared of this film you shouldn't look at this film to to say or to let you know that mental health is a thing that you should not blow off as our country has been doing a lot they just been saying oh poor mental health but let, let's ban the video games let's ban the movies let's ban all this but oh poor mental health it really is something that should be taken seriously that our country does not want to do and that is uh very much most unfortunate uh, actually really freaking terrible what who am i kidding this is this is the fact that this movie is just mistaken for being dangerous when all of the movie is saying is how much our country is dangerous by not taking these things seriously it is it is just repulsive but also shows how brilliant this film is. Now, is someone saying, is it the next coming of Jesus Christ? Is it the, the best movie ever made? Uh, no, again, I won't go there, because, again, I'll say the the bullies I'm just really sick of. I mean, this twice, uh, even in the very beginning of uh, him just getting... Uh, gang being up by kids and adults and everything there's just no need for it and i think it would kind of this confusion of whether or not uh did was uh joker a supposed hero or was he a murderous psychopath or whatever yeah the fact that you aren't given enough of these characters just kind of i i could see how some people a lot of people are going like oh man I, i don't see how you don't get how deep this is and i'm like no i do see how not everyone will think this film is deep Uh, and and again all is through subjective opinion because there are people going oh man what are you 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 people gotta stop it this movie is not the beat stop lying to yourself i'm like you know people say this movie is brilliant let them it's you really gotta 
I mean, why do I even try to get in this conversation of let people have their own opinions about Because we, we don't do that in, the, in this world. We don't do that at all. No, sir. No, no, ma'am. But as a as someone who's not crazy about the DC films usually, and I'm just kind of worried about uh, Birds of Prey, I really love this film. Is it is it going to be my favorite film? No, because some of the issues I've uh, said, but is it in my top 10? Yes, because this is... This is a very bold move for DC. I mean, so bold that's caused all this ruckus when not needed. And I think, but there is no, there is no point where I really kind of felt like his uh, actions were uh, justified after, you know, the scene with the bullies. He, he really did kind of lose it. And... That, that's what I was explaining to Zachy, because uh, with uh, Robert De Niro's joke and him taking it too far, maybe it also is uh, saying that, you know, some of us are taking things too far. Uh, but again, leading to your own interpretation, because I, I've said earlier that I don't uh, take drama and politics and do uh, whatever the quality of the movie is because there are other people who worked on the movie besides that one person just for me i i don't really tend to condemn the whole production crew because one person said something and what are the really i i'm just not into all that i don't give a crud i'm sorry i'm and there are people saying you should give a crud because he said this thing and i'm talking about because unfortunately i have to talk about this and that is uh and i'm not even gonna get into it uh just if you know what i'm talking about then you know how ridiculous it is because i want to focus on again spoilers so as far as things i agree with regarding suicide squad casts now it can be argued whether or not we need to have uh yet another batman origin story because this film does include other characters like the uh wayne's Parents like Thomas Wayne. Brett Cullen, who plays Thomas Wayne and Joker. I thought he was really great. Now, he's another character where they don't have enough on him. Uh, because I, I understand this whole thing is about Joker, but he may, came, he may have uh, come off as a uh, jerk. As a, in a little bit. But he's not evil there was no point of him where it's like man he he's a character who deserved to die in fact i would have liked more of him because he really does care for his family and all that it's really just him around joker i mean uh arthur fleck but really it's it's just kind of figuring out that arthur fleck he the, the re another reason why i i don't think this would inspire incels because how crazy arthur fleck got uh, is finding out that his mom actually <coughs> his mom actually uh got or drowned him in somewhere and uh you know just electrocuted him and just tortured him in all sorts of crazy ways and that's how he got as insane as he is now and i don't think just any random mental uh, illness individual is gonna get that it's it's definitely a unique thing so definitely again but i do and do very envy dc for taking this to kind of a realistic approach uh, I know there's still some comic book uh, flavorings, and in fact, mostly within the second half of the film, that's when more and more you do see the comic book es uh, essence go into the film. But in the meantime, it still d it pretty much could just be New York. 
It might not be like Gotham. It could just be New York City in the 80s. But yeah. Of course, the filmmaking is incredible. So if you saw my original rating, I gave it a must watch. Just elaborating a couple points. And whether or not I agree completely or disagree, because there are people I know, they liked it more, or they liked it less than me, and that that's fine. Everything's up to interpretation, everything's up for opinion. No one is technically right or wrong, because it is a subjective entertainment or medium. So, with that, I can't give it the... Uh, even though I uh, give it a must-watch, which is kind of the highest stamp... It's not like I'm going to give it that perfect 10 out of 10 or 5 out of 5 or whatever uh, that I uh, saw from Suicide Squad cast and I get because they said it was just as good as Batman v Superman. I'm like, don't you dare put those two near each other. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't have to, I don't have to go all day about why because... I mean, I've, I've ranted about Batman v Superman before, and this is about Joker, but I'm just gonna say, uh, it, this does debunk the whole thing that, man, I just, I just hate how DC just makes movies dark and just don't get it. No, because Joker was dark as heck. And I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, I think all this thing about, man, critics is they, they just like dark things. They don't like dark and all that. I mean, I always thought it was BS, but glad to have come out and enjoyed something. Because writing is what matters to me more than tone. But I guess, whatever. I'm not talking about Suicide Squad casts on that way and whatever. I just see, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe I'm on Twitter too much or maybe I... I'm not on enough. And then as I say again, all things are subjective. So if uh, someone says that, yeah, I'd, I'd love Batman Superman just as much or more than Joker, I'd say, okay, okay. I don't feel that way, but hey, you felt that way, then cool. As long as everyone's friendly to each other on their opinions, which never happens, but oh well. But yeah, the biggest twist of them all is just knowing that... The, you oh, there's a percentage of this that could not be it could be in his head and maybe he's hiding the real story usually that would not be such good writing at all but they in a way they were able to make it fall in line with the, the character joker without kind of making uh, kind of going too far into this whole well, okay what is real what isn't because there is a percentage of the story that does play out as it is but then at the later half that's when you have to just try it you have to figure out okay is this gonna be real is this not gonna be real i don't think all the time yeah again movies are brilliant when they're not explaining things because there are movies that will have plot holes that need to explain things and sometimes right i mean the scripts they have are gonna bring you into some ridiculous situations you gotta explain it or maybe don't just be a dumb action film of some sorts but if you're gonna be you want to be serious you're gonna be taken seriously it's not like okay well then don't give audiences any answers at all it's like no let's let's uh give them enough to where they kind of see what's going on and where the story flows at a consistent rate where it makes sense uh and then when you get to the part where okay now you're supposed to figure out whether or not any of this is true then it feels warranted and that's what i just didn't feel like i got from batman v superman or any of those other stuff or man of steel or whatever because i just thought the dialogue was freaking bad but (laughs) hey everyone's got their opinion so and yeah i don't think there is anything else i mean i'm not i'm not doing this whole spoiler talk just to repeat things that I, i have already said in my original review that's not what i was going what i do the spoiler talk for just to kind of talk about a couple of points that i couldn't because well spoilers 
and that's kind of what I want to do. And now that I've done it, well, okay, I guess that is, I mean, when thinking about it, do I think the film deserves more credit that's been given? I do think so, but if you're not going to give it, then that's fine. There are people who say this movie sucks, and I'm like, okay, I don't feel that way, but if you feel that way, then okay. What I'm going to say is uh, regarding... Batman origin story, is it needed? It can be argued of whether or not we need to have the whole Batman origin story be retold again. But if you're really going to connect, or you're really going to give hits to connect, please make this the definitive Joker. I, I don't want to go back to Jerry Leto, please. I mean, I know there's some people who love Suicide Squad. I mean, heck, I listened to the Suicide Squad cast, so... But I, I, I don't know. I don't want I don't want Jerry Leto back. Joaquin Phoenix, you are the definitive Joker. Just, if Robert Pattinson is supposed to go up against Joker later and they're going to eventually fall back on the universe connection thing, then hey, you know what? Then do it. But I would like to see more of this Joker than the Jared Leto, which as far as I know, Jared Leto is still Joker, or his Joker, and the he's going to be in Birds of Prey, apparently, and he's going to get his own film. I, I don't want Jared Leto. I want Joaquin Phoenix. And Joaquin Phoenix even said he's up for more. And Jared Leto, currently, he's just pissed at Joaquin Phoenix. So why don't we just get rid of the angry guy and the guy who's, like, really liking this, so. Yeah. Or, or not. I, I don't know what Warner Brothers is thinking, so I'd... Okay, well, a man can hope and dream. At least this has been such a great year to be a DC fan for me because I did not care about most of these films and I gave a must-watch to both Shazam and Joker. So all you people saying I just hate DC to hate DC, you're terribly wrong. I give DC tough love and I will continue to give DC tough love until they all their movies are either good or as or if not as good, they're just somewhere around the level of good the only other movie i can think of is wonder woman but again all subjective again uh and even that i i didn't even love wonder woman so hopefully the second one could make me love it i don't know i'd anyway (laughs) anyway let's uh let's get into the end because time to hit the hay and to hit the hay well we have to face my fears one more time oh my gosh okay P-H-I-L-O-K-76 at gmail.com Oh my gosh. You. Oh my gosh. Chase Pun. 64. Twitter. Puns Press on Facebook. Puns Press on Instagram. Site is punspress.wordspress.com I'll see you next time. No, 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 no.